Greetings there travellers, it's me Bernard Busybody. I'm up here at the Inn of the Seven Dice and I'm just sitting in the attic right now with a, a number of my beautiful fellow comrades. You're all probably wondering, but Bernard, weren't you stuck on a moon over in Sigil? Well, yes, the, the short answer of it is yes, but I've actually been able to traveled multiple worlds and through the blessing of our shining god i've even died a number of times honestly and i just keep coming back and honestly i'm i'm okay with this thank you so much for joining us for another shining birthday these are truly magical little moments the church members we've been sending they're all so lovely and they're all just so magical in their own way each with their set of joyous love and problems and all sorts of fun little quirks today joining us is the four orms podcast that's right right podcast was it yes I just recently went to Chicago and learned about things like bagels and podcasts. Now I want you to be sure after this travelers do check out the Four Orbs Adventuring Group. Their tale is sure to bring you excitement, wonder and awe. They have custom music to really amp up their scenes and the story is sure to grip you in a way that you cannot stop listening you will not stop listening you'll look outside years will have passed and you keep listening and that is what the Paul Orbs podcast can bring you now travelers if you're thinking but I already listened to so many podcasts. I would say, just take another one on. All you need to do is... And then sign the contract with... And this will grant you an additional four hours day. Every day is what I do so that I can get in more of my work because... 28 hours in a day just isn't enough. I need 32. And that's just a little bonus thing you can do to get a little bit more stamina <laughs> throughout the day because it will be draining. And travelers, as you all know, many of us churchgoers are members of BattleBards.com and it's just a lovely little place that you can learn your skills with music so if you want music and sound effects and other things then I would highly suggest you go there right now it's to die for <laughs> well my leg is cramping up I'm gonna see if I can step outside onto the roof and I'll scare away all the birds again maybe I'll catch one and make it my friend alright travelers we present to you a shining birthday by 
the four orbs. The sleepy small town of Yatil sits on a coast where the waves lap at the beach in an almost hypnotic and rhythmic pattern. Nothing bad ever really happens here, life just keeps moving on at slow and steady pace. Some people might find this kind of life boring, they might dream of the big city of Waterdeep or want the rolling hills and lush forests of Cormier, but not the folks of Yatil. These people are mighty fine with just having a nice and relaxing day, do their work, and come home at the end of the day to get a good amount of shut-eye. The village is a small one. A collection of small houses are grouped together facing the beach. Many boats and fishing equipment are actually sitting around them, and a town square opens up past their tiny collective. A small church of Talos, the god of storms, looms mightily near a small leatherworker shop who has his works on display. A general store named Preston's Corner sits cheerily by the sheriff's station, almost tauntingly drifting the smells of fresh baked bread over their way. And lastly, in this small town square that surrounds a well-worn well, is an inn dubbed proudly as Marvin's Marvelous Meals. As we watch this sleepy village and the sun slowly start to move into the evening, casting its shadow around, we see a small wagon coming up. Driving it is a burly-looking halfling with a handlebar mustache and a flowing mane of hair that is business in the front and party in the back. As this wagon starts to come on in, we see a few passengers sitting in there. And why don't you each go ahead and describe and say what characters you're playing. We will start on this side with Deidre. Okay. I am Aira Kratz. Um, I am a human monk. And I have a blank white mask on my face. And I also have like burned eyes if you get close enough to see those. Um, I'm wearing a cowl and a robe to hide is under that. And also, I'm a child. I'm 13 years old. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's relevant. Yeah. <laughs> you probably should have said that on top. BT dubs. Here I am putting this picture in my head and then that right. you like <laughs> <laughs> Take it like a foot shrinks. of height off that. <laughs> I am 95 pounds and 5'2". Wow. Awesome. All right, I'm playing uh, Sylvestus Umberclaw, human warlock, and I'm the opposite. I'm a 65-year-old man who is very <laughs> frail. Uh, I am bald. I keep a head shaved down. I uh, probably don't have that much hair that could grow. I uh, wear a white blindfold over my non-existent eyes, uh, white robes, and I have like a little golden pseudo-dragon on my shoulder. Oh, nice. All right, I am Vanya. She is a uh, human fighter, and she has uh, long blonde hair, but she keeps it up in a bun for efficiency. She's just wearing leather armor. She keeps her scimitar in her lap and her her rapier at her side. 
and she is constantly darting her eyes back and forth. <laughs> well, I am Donders, the obese. He pulls out a script. <laughs> <laughs> I am Donders, the obese. He's a dwarven wizard ready to serve the shining god by finding ways to spread the influence of the bright throughout the realms. He is a wizard that actually wears breastplate armor because of proficiency with dwarfs. He carries a rod for his arcane focus that in his offhand, and it's just a bright, it looks like a morning star, but it's basically a jewel instead. His breastplate is an emblem of the shining god covering like his entire abdomen. So it's like gold plated, but it's not actual gold. He just makes it look like it is. And then his main hand, he carries a dwarven hammer that's also highly decorated. He's super into good looks and trying to have that luxury life, and he doesn't have a single scratch or smudge on his armor. <laughs> and he oh, he also has blonde hair for a dwarf, like bright blonde hair, like bleached by the sun, and he's sunburned. That's what happens when you let DMs make characters. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ten yep. years later. <laughs> I am playing Folly Dolly. I am a gnome cleric, cousin to Holly Jolly and Jolly Holly. Um, I would say I'm about a middle-aged gnome starting to gray a little bit. About three feet tall, 40 pounds or something. I carry a quarterstaff. Oh, I also carry like a kind of a large leather-bound notebook that I kind of use as a metaphor to be the good book of uh, The Shining God. I also wear like an emblem around my neck, you know, the shining god, and I just kind of wear like the priest vestments and stuff, with like a, just a chainmail shirt underneath it all. Awesome. So you all are pulling up to the side of this inn that has this sign saying Marvin's Marvelous Meals with this little bowl of stew swinging back and forth. This little halfling turns around. All right. Yeah. Um, I guess this is our stop right here. Yeah. Shit, I think I, I think I forgot to charge you, but like... We're already here. It's fine. Whatever. It's, you're all good. Oh, well, thank you, kind sir. I'm My tummy is a grumbling, and I'll start to try and make my way out this cart, shuffling all over everybody. Whatever. Let's go. The shining god smiles brightly upon us today. I'll step off the, uh, the wagon. Yes, thank you for <laughs> the journey. And by the way, I don't know if you ever said it, but my name's Donders. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've uh, you told me at least two times a day for the past. Yes. Week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Goodbye. And as I'm getting up and getting out of the wagon, I'll just be like, uh, okay, all right, we're doing this. You look after yourself there. <laughs> I will try my best. He gets off. He has this little step ladder because uh, you know, he's halfling. So he starts unloading these large crates, and you see this dwarf come out with this uh, giant apron that says Marvin's Marvelous Meals. And uh, he comes out and s- starts signing things. While you're looking around, you see this well in the middle of the town. You see this large temple, sheriff station, and uh, the sun is starting to dip a bit. You can smell that smell of the salty air and the autumn breeze carrying it over and cooling down a bit. Well, this is much nicer than the convenience store I'm used to. Starf and Marvin, y'all know these? Oh my fucking god, Dave. <laughs> so this is what playing D&D with Dave is like. Yep. God damn Just so it. you know, because you're not from here, the Starf and Marvin is a service station in fucking Saraland <laughs> in the country. It's actually a thing? 
I thought yes. it was just yeah. a South Park thing. Yeah, that's, that's a real convenience store. It doesn't exist anymore. It's the oh it's something God. else now. But yeah, everybody knows it as a Star Wars Marvin. <laughs> it's like if you're giving directions to a place, you know where the Star Wars Marvin like it's, it's like that. You know where the old water tower used to be? Anyway. Yes, I'm I'm quite familiar with this starving Marvin. This looks much more marvelous to me. I think so too. Let us go have one of these marvelous mills. Wait, it is it the same Marvin? Well, it would be strange. It, what is that? Him right there? Is that Marvin? Marvin? <laughs> he looks up from signing his uh, his papers and hands them back to the halfling. Well, hey, whoa, travelers, how's it going? I'm Marvin. Of marvelous Marvin's meals. Oh my God, it's Marvin! Fantastic, we are <laughs> famished. Are, are you the same Marvin from what did you say, Starvin Marvins? Starvin Marvins. You know, there are a lot of Marvins in my family. It's actually uh, mandatory. Everyone is named Marvin in my family, so uh, it's <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Well, you all serve some delicious food. Folly Dolly, is that you? Are you back in town? Why, yes, I've, I've heard that my cousins Holly Jolly and Jolly Holly have gotten themselves into some trouble. Yeah, they did something real bad. Um, maybe, uh, here, let's go into the inn. I, yeah, let's just go on in. Oh, okay, lead the way. Finally, and I, like, move to the front to be the first one going into the inn. And you can kind of tell, I, I look like I'm a little hunchback. But you can't tell what's under those robes quite yet. <laughs> so you push your way into the inn, and uh, as these creaky doors swing open, you see this well-worn main room at the inn. There's a few tables that are dotted here and there, and you see small fireplaces at the back. It has this fire and a pot of stews cooking. You see a large Goliath man and an Azamar woman in full plate are sitting at one of the tables near the fire. And you see that this dwarf, he's rushing over. He goes behind the bar that he has there and stands there on this little step stool. So he's now propped above it. All right. Yeah. Welcome. What can I get for you? Hold on real quick. You said there's a uh, there's other people here. Yeah, there's a Goliath and an Azamar woman and they're wearing full plate. And it looks like they're just eating over in a corner. But, but what's an Azamar? They're people who are like a celestial blood. So it's like a tiefling, but it's the angel version. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, you know, like when you whisper something and uh, you get that little tingle in your back? Yeah, as a <laughs> I am going to immediately break from the group and go try to sit. Are they sitting together? Yeah. I'm going to go try to sit with them. I'm actually gonna take the chance here to see this happen to try and hold, like grab Vanya's shoulder and like say, "No, no, let's go have a drink." <laughs> oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Are you looking at them with those eyes that say "Help me"? Yes. Like what from Dave's story with those those boys and that older man. <laughs> yes. Let's see if they notice. Oh fuck! No, they're they're really engaged in a conversation. No. <laughs> it seems good, whatever it is. They're having a great time. <laughs> I, I could tell. Yes, sister, come, come. And I'll uh, I'll like motion him to sit at the bar. Join us. We are all family here. <laughs> Under my breath, I'm just gonna mutter, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Um, question, are we actually blind? Uh, no, you can see perfectly. Okay. 
Yeah, you just don't have any eyes. You can even see invisible people. You can see in the dark. Your eyesight is better than a human's would be. Gotcha. Without eyeballs. Yeah. Eyeballs are overrated. Now you don't have to worry about them. You don't have to wash them. Yes. <laughs> Anything like that. You don't have to stand in the shower like, Gar- That's right. like Garrison does and just wash your eyeballs. You can see those weird invisible people that keep coming into your house and taking your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're at this bar and Marvin uh, is going, can I uh, get you guys some stew? That's uh, <laughs> that's all we serve here. <laughs> I, I would love to have some of your stew. What about the red wine? Do you have red wine? Yes, we have red wine, and we also have white wine. Red wine will do. Pulls out a bottle, and it just says red wine on it. (laughs) Red wine will do just fine. That's the only diet I have. I roll my eyes. I'll have an ale. All right, ale, perfect. I'm going to dart my eyes towards her. I am going to look at Vanya. Like, is there a fucking problem? (laughs) I'm going to look at her with my no eyeballs and my mask. An ale? Seriously? Yes. Uh, What's what's happening here? You know, nothing. I'll have an ale as well. All right, two ale. And I will put Vanya's ale on my tab. Okay. I look at Donders. Yes. Oh. I told Vanya I would get her a drink. Fine. I thought he was kidding. (laughs) Well, I would like to have some of your white wine, good sir. All right. He has a a bottle pulls out, just says white wine on it. Delicious. Has a little dove on it. Classy (laughs) part. I'm going to start to climb up onto the bar stool and, like, slip on that first rung and then then try again and get up there and, uh... (laughs) Oh, classic folly. I think I'll just have uh, one of your marvelous meals and it, that story, if you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. So he quickly rushes off, brings some of this uh, stew back. It looks kind of creamy. It's setting it down. You see there are chunks of fish and vegetables in it. Ah, creamy and chunky. <laughs> yeah, we, we use the finest soy milk for this stew. Ah, well, like the good book says, don't cry over spilled soy milk. Oh, you guys, uh, are you all like, is this a religious thing you guys are doing? It's like the... Yes, the Church of the Shining God. Uh, here we go. You've heard of him, right? Uh, no, I feel like I'm about to, though. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. He's, he's the Shining One. He's the only one. He is the only one. He is here to set us all free, you see. You will let it shine, let it shine, and let it shine. Well, that adds up. I'm just going <laughs> to wide-eyed just stare at the bartender. <laughs> he, he started looking nervously. Are you, uh, are you okay, ma'am? I'm just fine. Oh, yes, she's just doing fantastic. She's become part of our organization, and she's loving every moment of it. Please stop touching me. Well, I'm getting some uncomfortable vibes here. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not its not uncommon with religious folks. So. It's not that you're getting an uncomfortable vibe. It's that you really don't understand it. Let us explain further. Is there a song and dance? Unfortunately, no. We did not bring the gospel band with us this time. <laughs> oh. Our bard had come down with 
the flu. Oh, that's that's fair. Consider yourself lucky. I'm a man of music myself, and uh, dancing, I do a bit of dancing, uh, you know? I, I like to call it moon dancing. I made it up. If you think about it, when's the last time you ever saw someone dancing outside at night? Never. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys don't get out much, do you? <laughs> well, it's a very small town. We live in a world with monsters that roam the streets, so uh, we don't leave it very often. Monsters, oh, you say? The Shining God will protect you. Yes. Yes. I'm just going to roll my shoulders forward and just put my head down into my <laughs> drink. Well, did you all want to hear the story of uh, what happened with uh, Holly Jelly and Jelly Holly? Yes, on with it, please. So, uh, yeah, they came by. Real nice people. Uh, they were just happy about everything. Literally everything. They went to try to... Uh, they are doing some weird spell looking at a book. And uh, they did it right near the well. Summoned this weird gobbledygook thing came out. Oh, killed Tom and Sandra's two kids. Horrible. Just horrible what happened. Shame. What a shame. Yeah, thankfully, uh, those two lovely Water Davian guards were here on patrol, and uh, they helped take it down. And Olivia, our sheriff, she uh, she took it down as well. Uh, where are they now? I think they're over at the sheriff's station. Yeah, Olivia's got them locked up. Well, it all sounds like just a terrible, terrible misunderstanding. There's got to be a reasonable explanation. Well, it seemed like they were doing some weird ritual that summoned a monster that killed two young people. That doesn't sound... That doesn't sound like my cousins. No, no. Something something is amiss. I, I, I think I need to have a talk with them. Look, yeah, we just... If we could just go there, talk with the sheriff, uh, possibly talk to them... We can get this over with, and we'll be out of your hair, okay? Yeah, no, definitely. If you want to go talk to the sheriff, she's there right now. And what of this monster you say they summoned? A, a gobbledygook? Yeah, it had a weird flappy wings. Um, it's all, like, rubbery black skin. No face. Um, tried to tickle people. Uh, yeah, tickle two people to death. That was... Yeah, that was, that was unsettling. That was, yeah. Tickled, you say? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was scary watching someone laugh to death. A tickle monster. Well, that doesn't sound <laughs> like a monster at all. Mm, he just wanted okay. to spread joy and laughter. Yes, it sounds <laughs> like he's amongst our joyful ones. I honestly should have just gone to jail. <laughs> and, and, and what of this tickle monster now? Did the, you said the guard took care of it, or, or did he uh, get away? Uh, yeah, those those two people over there who are really engaged in the conversation. I'm surprised they haven't heard me yet. Uh, yeah, but they, they helped slay the creature as well as uh, the sheriff did. She used to be an adventurer or something, and he's been a lot of help here. And what happened to the, the being's corpse? Uh, it melted away into some weird yellowish ichor. Um... Yeah, and the bones, too, they decayed pretty fast, probably in a couple hours, turned to dust. Interesting. Well, this doesn't sound like anything that we would be involved with. Holly Jolly and Jolly Holly did this? Yeah. People are still really upset about it. Oh. Uh, understandably, it happened like two days ago, so. Well, time heals all wounds. Oh, well, not that one, because they're dead. Because <laughs> <So. laughs> it's death. Well, maybe we should go talk to these two armored individuals. 
I think that is a great idea. Let us spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> Let it shine. <laughs> <laughs> so you wander on over to these two. I'm bringing my L with me, by the way. <laughs> There's in this fierce discussion about what actually make like a good soy product, because they've been here for a while now. Uh, they look up and like, oh, wow, travelers. The Goliath straightens up a bit, and the Azamar puts down her drink. Um, hey, what can we help you with? We were just curious about this uh, being that you slayed recently. This tickled monster. Yes, a demon unlike what I've ever seen. It does slay it pretty quick. It was a demon? Uh, it must have been. It looked like one. Did you confirm that it was a demon? Through magic? No. No, neither of us have any magic. Sounds right. That is unfortunate. It sounds like you may not know what it is you have slain. Yeah, uh, we're having a hard time figuring out the... The local priest, Taltheus, is looking over the, the book of theirs, trying to figure out what that thing was. Have you all encountered that before? Absolutely not. Look, okay, I have, I have a question. The the two individuals, uh, gnomes, we've heard. Mm-hmm. What do you know of them? Where are they now? We've heard they're at the sheriff's station. Is that true? Yeah, they should still be there, uh super happy to the point of creepy um, they're even excited to die yeah I know I know well they get to they get to be with the shining one the shining god as the good book says it's all for the great to good are you all a part of like their same religion thing they're going on about I, it, it's not important look the thing is we just need to talk to them okay is that possible can we do that you'll have to ask Olivia Maybe we'll go with you. Olivia, you say? Is this the sheriff? Yeah, that's the sheriff, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's go speak with Olivia. Maybe we can get a better story from her. One that might be truthful. We'll, uh, we'll take you there, sure. Why don't you uh, come with us? Oh, you're going to escort us? Oh, we haven't had the pleasure of an escort recently. <laughs> well, it's been quite some time. Well, you're in luck. I'm going to be like, uh, here we go, and just down my L, slam it on the table, and <laughs> go with them. The Azamar gets up, and she adjusts her full plate, and she puts her shield back on her back and her sword on her side. And Goliath does the same, and they head out, and it's like 15 feet away. <laughs> you just walk on over <laughs> to this little sheriff's station, and uh, the Goliath knocks on the door. Olivia, there's uh, some people here to see you. And this door opens up, and this half-orc woman comes out, and she has, like, the, the classic sheriff's hat and the, the badge and all that, the star badge, and she has this glowing axe on her side, and she looks at all of you. Oh, there's a lot of visitors. Uh, what can I help you with? I will give her, like, a, a little bow. I'm like, oh... I am Folly Dolly. I am the cousins of Holly Jolly and Jolly Holly, I believe you have inside. I was hoping to understand the situation a little better and maybe even speak with my family. Uh, can you do a persuasion check? Yes, we must speak with them as they are part of our organization and we need to understand what they have done. Note 12. Uh, I don't know. Once they start talking, they don't stop talking 
That's kind of a problem. <laughs> that sounds like my cousins, yes. <laughs> they did some really horrible stuff. Like, there's, there's dead people because of them and their magics. Well, yes, there's dead people everywhere, though. Because of this, what you guys are calling it a tickle monster? <laughs> That's not what we're calling it, no. <laughs> Wait, what are you calling it then? That's what we heard was a tickle monster was in town. Uh, we're just calling it a demon. Um, I think Marvin's calling it a gobbledygook. There's a few names circling around. Okay, okay. And tickle monster. <laughs> Apparently. Look, I'm, I'm going to push my way to the front. Look, um, if we could just talk with them. Um, I understand what they did was perceived as horrible, but I'm pretty sure they didn't mean any harm. Look, they're seem to be really nice people, and we just... We just really need to know some things, okay? So can we just have a word? A short word, possibly? Uh, you could try that persuasion as well. Yes, maybe they have been corrupted, and their mind isn't straight, and maybe we can help with that with our healing process. That persuasion was a 16. Alright, just two of you can come in here. The family member and one other person come and talk to them. And I'll just kind of turn around and look at everybody and who would care to join me? I'll just start walking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like Ira. Alrighty then. We'll be back, boys and girl. You two walk in. The doors close behind you. It's pretty basic in here. You see off to the side, there's like a bed, dresser, there's a desk with some incense that's just finishing burning, uh, a couple candles. And you see at the back, there is two different cells that are split off of the wall, and they have two windows that are fairly high up, covered in bars. And in one of the cells, it is covered in X's and O games. And there are just two gnomes that are sitting in there smiling that you recognize as Holly Jolly and Jolly Holly. Okay, is the uh, the sheriff or the guards like going to follow us up to when I talk to them, or is it going to be more private? No, the sheriff's just like kind of sitting at her desk, just finishing what she was doing. Uh, okay, as I start to walk up, I'll be like, Holly, Jolly, Jolly, Holly, I'm here. Whoa, hey, how's it going? Hey. And then as I get closer, I'm going to kind of... What have you two done? Uh, we summoned something. What? I'm pretty sure it was a night gaunt. <laughs> Kill two people. A what? Uh, it's a night gaunt. They're like uh, something from different realm. You know, they <laughs> got crazy stuff that we do. Yeah, I accidentally just killed two people, though. And exactly why did you summon this being? Oh, it's totally unintentional. Yeah, no, we were trying to summon a <laughs> way more powerful being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just wanted to really bring some beautiful shining light to this town. And oh, oh my goodness, it didn't work out and two people died. And now we're going to die. Well, it... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the book, where is the book now? The blue elf took it. What blue elf? Uh, he came in here, he yelled at us for a bit. A really nice guy. Great voice for yelling. And uh, took the book and left out that door and slammed it. Do you know who this blue elf was? Uh, he looked like a priest. Ah, we've heard of a local priest. Why are you all here? Are we missing the family reunion? <laughs> ah, shucks. <laughs> no, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bring us some pie? 
We are here for the Shining God. There is an egg, and it is almost ready to hatch, and if we do not perform the ritual soon enough, it will spoil, and it will spoil everything. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, so we've we've got to get the book. We gotta go. So we need the book, we need the location, and we need the ingredients. Oh yeah, what's the ingredients? Uh, don't use soy milk. That's what we used. <laughs> that, that went bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a new, you know, new pine tree branch. Uh, yeah, and there was a there was a third one. Yeah, there's a third one. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. Yeah. Go go on. I, what what is the third one? It is uh in the book. It's in the book. Yeah, I'm right. sure it's in the. Or was it in the book? Yeah. Oh, don't read the paragraph right above it. We accidentally did that too. Yeah. <laughs> what is is that? Is that how you summon this tickle monster? No, that's how I got hair at the bottom of my feet. It shows you. There's a lot, a lot of weird rituals in there. <laughs> so you're telling me that we need milk, we need a pine tree branch, and yeah. there is an ingredient in the book? Is it is it <laughs> something sandwiched between the pages, or is it something I'm supposed to read? Uh, no, you gotta read it, because uh, I think we read it. Yeah, we definitely did read it, um, and it was words. They were in our head. But now we've played about 486 games of X's and O's, and oh, wow, that does something to you. Okay, and what, what is your sentence here? How much longer until something happens to you two? Got about two days till we die. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Live life to the fullest. <laughs> the, the Shining God will reward you if we can't do something about it first. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's get on. Holly, jolly, jolly, Holly, it was good to see you, and I, I, I do hope to see you again soon. Yeah, bring a slice of pie if you can. <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can have Marvin send something over for you. Oh, some stew. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll probably start to turn and leave. The sheriff looks up. Oh, you're all done? Ah, uh, yes, ma'am, thank you very much. Uh, it, it does seem that they... Did something a little accidental. I, I hope that maybe this town could show some mercy on them. Well, that's going to be up to Waterdeep. We have an official coming down soon. They should be here in about a day. But in the meantime, they got to stay imprisoned. What was your organization, just so we know who to contact? Oh, we are with the Church of the Shining God. Oh, what is that? You know what? No. <laughs> no, I, I can see it in your eyes. You're... No, it's probably just some rando church. Okay. Church shining God. <laughs> oh, no, it is much more than that. It is everything. It is all around us. It is It is the end-all, be-all. It is the only church. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, a- anyways, there there is uh, this... They, they spoke of a blue elf that came and took a book that belongs to us. I, I was hoping to find this book. Uh, a blue elf? Mm, that'd be Talthaeus. Uh, they're the priest who... They're over in the, the Temple of Talos. Temple of Talos. Okay. I, I, I think that might be where we venture next. Um, That book is a part of the investigation, though. We can't just hand it over until the official shows up. 
Okay, and that's tomorrow. Will, will there be a trial? Yep. Yeah, there'll definitely be a trial. Fantastic. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for your time. Um, I, I do believe my boys back there are getting a little uh, hungry. Could I have Marvin send some meals over? They'll get fed. Don't worry. We're not going to starve them. Oh, well, of course. I didn't mean anything by it. Thank you very much, Olivia. Yeah, of course. Uh, so the three of you were outside for this. You could probably hear, like, little bits of, like, the gnome shouting. Uh, but was there anything that you wanted to do while you are out there? Sylvester's for the last time. I am not interested. Well, come on. You, you know the Shining God would look favorably upon our union. I don't care about him looking favorably upon our union. All I right. can officiate it if needed. It's perfect. What is wrong with you people? You know, if she's if she's saying no, the Asmar like kind of straightens up. So <laughs> if she's saying no, you should probably back off. <laughs> Are you all right, ma'am? She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll raise my hand and just be like, I can take care of myself, thank you. All right, if you need anything, uh, we'll be here for a few more days. That's the only time limit we got to help you. <laughs> so after a bit, the door opens up and these two come on out. Oh, thank God. What, what did you learn? Did you learn anything? Did you get to talk to them? What? No, they were dead. They were not dead. Why would you say that? <laughs> we just spoke to them. We left them in comfortable oh, hands. Those nuts. Oh, yeah. They didn't really give us anything. They lost the book. They, they told us about the same story we've heard so far, and there is a blue elf, as Ira was saying. I thought he said a red tiefling. Well, whoever it was, the, the priest from the Temple of Talos has come and taken the book, although Olivia says we can have it, have it because it is part of the trial tomorrow to convict my cousins. Yeah, so I guess we're just going to have to take it. Yeah, we'll probably have to steal it. I can probably get it. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, uh. I know I can get it. The Shining God shall provide a way. Oh, absolutely. She says sarcastically. <laughs> uh, did they say anything else? Anything important? No. Are you sure? Are, are they doing well? Uh, they are doing well now, but they will be put to death in yes, two Yes, like I said, they're dead. Glorious! They'll, they'll become one with the Shining God. I've seen it in my visions. I fade away, becoming one with the light. It's beautiful. If it is his will, it shall be done. Are the others still standing there? Oh, yeah, they're super <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just going to give them the same stare as if to say, these motherfuckers. Well, shall we go on to the temple? Ah, yes, and I'll, I'll look to the two, I guess, uh, I'll just call them fighters, but the people who are escorting us. And uh, could you direct us to the Temple of Talos? They uh, point across this little town square, and you see a large, uh, classic church-like building with a large lightning bolt uh, on the front of it. And they go, oh, right there is the Church of Talos, and I don't suggest trying to steal from them. Yes, of course not. We would oh, never we would why, never dream of Why it. would we ever steal from a <laughs> church? Because we just said out loud that we were going to. It's not Who? like we have thieves tools or anything. Who said that? Wow. <laughs> I would never say that. The deep cut. <laughs> anyway. 
I guess we'll just be on our way. Uh, thank you for all your assistance. Mm-hmm. See you later. Hopefully. Praise be to the shining god. Oh, Praise hell, the shining god. If you see me later, please. I'd love to hang out or something. Please. Of course. Yeah, anytime. I'm I'm serious. We'll be here. I mean, you can come find me if you want. I mean, I'm serious. I'd right, love let's to go. Let's go. Oh. Yeah, Vanya, let's go. <laughs> we must get to speaking to this blue elf. Oh, my God. Bye. <laughs> they nod worriedly <laughs> at the lot of you <laughs> and watch as you are all walking away you come up to this church of Talos and the sun is now dipped down people are lighting lanterns and torches in the area and uh, you see some candlelight is coming on inside some of these tiny houses you walk on into this temple this temple it has uh, two large doors that you open up to get in it's pretty basic inside. You see there are a few large windows along the side letting in the light. Or, well, they would have. Except it's nighttime. Uh, so there's uh, two sets of pews that are leading up to the front. And there's a podium. And you see in one of the pews there is a blue elf who looks to be paging over a book. You see there's another door at the very back of the church as well. Um. <laughs> oh, hello? Who's there? Well, you have guests, sir. He gets up, he straightens his robes, and walks on over. He has this black book in his hand. It says right on it, the text of rituals and things that shouldn't be uttered and other such nonsense. Man, I had to make such a title. I love it. Lemony Snicket. <laughs> I tried to make it really like Terry Pratchett sort of style. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll nudge uh, Vanya with my elbow and just kind of like point at it. Stop touching me. I see it. But do you? Yes, we believe that is property of Holly Jolly and Jolly Holly. Uh, oh, the two convicts. Well, which by default would make it mine, for I am their cousin, Folly Dolly. Oh, uh, yeah, after the investigation, you can talk to the authorities from Waterdeep about getting it back. We're trying to do an investigation right now on what it is they summoned. Well, we also are trying to do an investigation ourselves. You see, we are part of the Church of the Shining God, and those two are also part of our organization. We need to understand what they've gotten ourselves into. This is a really evil book. Like, this is really bad stuff. Evil? That doesn't sound right at all. Evil is perspective, sir. I'd say 80% of these things, like flipping through the book, is human sacrifice. Like, there's even one, like, you want to change the color of your new duvet, you kill someone. Part of our holy text is that there was once a time that people didn't know what they were doing. But we've moved past that. This is our property. We need to investigate it as well. Oh, excuse me. I'm Donders. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Donders. I'm Teltheus, the priest of Talos that's stationed here. Folly Dolly, is that you? <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> It's been ages since I last seen you. Why, yes, I was wondering when you would recognize me. But yes, and I, I have fallen. I, I am into this Church of the Shining God. I am the priest for them, and it is fantastic and not evil at all. It is actually quite beautiful. Perhaps you should join us. I am quite happy with where I am. Oh, but you could be so much happier. You could be free. The Storm Lord gives me what I need, and I can help protect the sailors here. 
I'm sure you are plenty happy doing what you're doing. That's great. We just need the book, okay? If you could just give us the book, we can be on our way and we'll be out of your hair. Please. I, I can't just hand this book over. Why not? Yeah, why not? It's a part of a criminal investigation. Which we are also investigating. And I don't understand what... You could be party to it. What gives you the authority to hold this so-called evidence, which I'm calling my property? I've been hired on by local authorities to help with the investigation. Well, who are the local authorities to make that call? Olivia, uh, and Waldorf and Teresa. No, not who are they. Who are <laughs> they to make the call? Uh, the sheriff of the town and guards of Waterdeep. And we are the Church of the Shining God. <laughs> and we know more of that book than you or them, and it's safer in our hands, honestly. What if we investigate it while your eyes are also on it? Uh, you can do a persuasion with that one. Five. It's too dangerous. One of those gnomes... I don't know if it was Holly Jolly or Jolly Holly. They were reading the book and suddenly hair spread it out of the bottom of their feet. And that's just from reading the thing. Have you ever been to a wizard school? No. Well, that stuff happens all the time when people are learning spells. It's just some hairy feet. Practice makes perfect. And so do you know what page that was on? Have you seen it in the book? I'm still going through it. It's been difficult to translate. Did they read it out loud, or did they read it silently in their minds? I'm not sure. I wasn't there. I was just told they were reading it, and then uh, the hair grew out, and they were quite excited about it. But It's starting to sound like you don't have the evidence to pursue this investigation. <laughs> well, I'm not just going to hand it over to some strangers in my church. I am no stranger to you, and you know that. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you're almost as much family as Holly and Jolly Jolly Holly. Just let me look at it for just a second. Look, how how do you not know that when you read this book that you won't sprout hair from your feet? Well, I'm hoping that the protection of my Lord Talos will protect me in this holy ground. I wouldn't be so sure. You could corrupt this holy ground if you say it's evil, like you say it is. Uh, are you trying to go with, like, an intimidation or persuasion? What are you trying to do with that? We'll do an intimidation, sure. Sure. Or I could go even with religion, because I'm proficient in that. It could be another religion's corrupting another religion. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, intimidation it is. Uh, it's an eight. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jesus. He always rolls so good as a DM. <laughs> it's the opposite for me. As a player, I can kind of get by. As a DM, it's like one, four, five. So my players just look great. But right now, Danders, when you're talking, you're just so into you. Donders. Oh, Donders. You're so into you that like every so often you catch yourself like in the reflection of like a window or someone's armor and you'll like get kind of like caught up. <laughs> then like it's just you are uh, you're just not able to get these arguments across. Do I notice that? Oh yeah, like uh, yeah, you've seen Donders every now and then. Like he just he'll see himself and he'll like make a face like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna notice that and just be like, oh my god. And all right, so here's <laughs> what I want to do. 
Yeah. So I'm going to explain this and you tell me what I would have to roll for any of this to happen. Sure. I want to walk up into the priest's face, grab him by the collar with both of my hands and kind of push him about five feet back and then just kind of start like whispering in his face. First, make an athletics check to see if you can push him. And then if that's successful, if you still want to go forward with the intimidation, you can or whatever it is you're trying to do there. Athletics is an 11. So you you grab onto him, and you go to push him, and he, like, sort of shoves you back. Okay. He says, what what are you doing? What is this? All right, I'll, I'll step back towards him and just go, Listen, man, that book is is the key to me getting paid. If we don't take that book, then I don't know what these people are going to do. They're fucking crazy, okay? You can see that. They're all fucking crazy. Look, we just need that book, and we'll be out of here. Look, you can do whatever you want to the gnomes. I don't care. Just please. My shining god, my beard is shining right now. Uh, you could do either an intimidation or persuasion. And I can see the reflection in my cheeks reflecting in the oh, mirror. God. It's almost <laughs> an empty tunnel. <laughs> persuasion is 12. Like, he's hearing what you're saying, and he's looking really nervous at this great group. There's this small person that he's assuming is a halfling or a dwarf with this, like, plain white mask and robes. There's another person who looks basically like Jesus with a gold dragon that's <laughs> wandering around. And uh, he doesn't even recognize Folly Dolly anymore. <laughs> yeah, dude. He doesn't perceive Donders as a threat. <laughs> but... Uh, and what were you saying? Come on, this this is a life or death situation. Just give us the bloody book. I I get that you people want this book. It's just I don't feel comfortable handing this over. <sighs> well, you're not going to be very comfortable with hairy feet, don't you think? Well, I I have faith in my God that He'll protect me. I want to use command. All right. <laughs> and I'm going to say drop, which means the target drops whatever he's holding and then it ends its turn. Uh, what's the saving throw yesterday? Wisdom saving throw. My DC's 14. Yeah. So he's got to roll higher. <laughs> okay, he's now I get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of spellcasting. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got a 13. So he stops what he's doing and his hands just let go of the book and it just falls to the ground and his eyes are wide. I'm going to walk over and pick it up and look up. Thank you for your cooperation. And then I uh, guess I'll look at everyone and turn around. <laughs> By the way, it only it only lasts for one round, just so you know. Lucas. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he yeah. he's just backing up. He's like sort of going towards the door in the back. All right. I will cast friends at this point. It's a cantrip. Oh, my God. Y'all just <laughs> letting them loose. <laughs> Casting time of one action, concentration up to one minute. For the duration, you have advantage on all charisma. Checks directed at one creature of your choice that isn't hostile towards you. When the spell ends, the creature realizes that you use magic to influence his mood and becomes hostile towards you. A creature prone to violence might attack you. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so does he have to make a save or no, he's good? Uh, I just get advantage on charisma checks against him. And I'll say... Um, 
Don't worry, my friend. The Shining God will look after you. He looks after us all. Try to persuade him, I guess, to calm down and you us as friends. Okay. It's a real important role right here. 23. He, something comes over him as your words sort of echo out to him. He looks a little confused at first, then went, oh, okay. Um, all right, I guess I, um, I guess if you need any help on anything, just let me know. Uh, huh. All right, yeah, that's fine. To be honest, you don't even need this book to convict them. If that's what you want, all the evidence you have is what you've been told. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They're they're bad people, so this is easy. Well, they, they murdered two people, so... Blessings be upon you. We will be out of your hair at this point. What's well, great seeing you again. Yeah, you too, Folly Dolly. Yeah, take care. And, uh, yeah, all of you just let me know if you need something. Come, brothers and sisters, we must leave. Fantastic. Quickly, we've only got about 30 seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> no. Donder's still looking in the reflection at the reflection of himself. Says, "Oh, are we done? Oh my god! <laughs> yes, yes, we're going, we're going." And start shuffling out. All right. So, what do you all do? It's probably like 11 p.m. and you're quickly leaving this church. What do you do? Because, as it's been said, he has about 30 seconds before he loses his shit inside that church. <laughs> shit. Do we know that, or does he? Well, he he told, just told us we yeah, have about 30. Us. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to lead them as fast as possible back to the inn. Marvin's Marvelous Mills. Uh, all right. So you're all walking back. Are any of you doing anything while you're quickly walking back? I'm trying to keep up. But I have a hard okay. time. <laughs> I'll get my pseudo dragon. Like, I'll look over to him and say, um, I'll say, Shiny, um, Fly around and, and let me know if you see that that priest coming coming our way. Uh, and he can speak telepathically, apparently. You got it, boss. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he just flies off. <laughs> so your pseudo dragon takes off into the air as you all quickly run across like forty feet, <laughs> get into this inn, and like you know, fourteen year olds who just ran in and stole someone's garden gnome, you quickly close the door behind you. <laughs> So you're all in this uh, this inn, and Marvin's like, oh, hey, guys, uh, are you all going to need a room? Uh, we have two rooms that are open right now. Uh, yes, we are. We're all going to need uh, one room? Let's, let's splurge. Let's get both rooms. Is there five beds? Uh, there is not, but I can make one hell of a blanket for it. Can I get a cot? Yeah, I'll make it happen. Thank you. Wow. All right, that's going to be uh, four silver. I will, I will pay this tab for us, everyone. Oh, well, thank you, Danders. And I reach into my coin purse and pull out four silver. <laughs> so you pay him exact change. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, all right, okay. And he rushes upstairs and starts getting the rooms ready for you. If the cot is good, I'll tip you tomorrow. All right, well, we got, hey, wait. Do you want, like, uh... Bouncy beds like Indiana Jones style. It does not. Ma it does not matter. Just hurry up and get those those rooms ready. I only lie on goose feathers. All right. Well, we'll see what we got. And you hear him. Uh, he's just like moving beds uh, around, and he he gets a cot moved into these rooms. You can hear Sylvester in your mind. Yeah, he's pissed. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, well, uh... <laughs> it, it appears we've run out of time. The sea elf is making his way over here right now. Shit. All right, and we can all go get into one room. That's why I suggested two rooms, but... Well, let's go. <laughs> well, he's getting the rooms ready. No, I'm going to <laughs> run upstairs. I will follow. Likewise. Same. Yep. All right, so the five of you quickly run up the stairs with your stolen property. You're, <laughs> you're looking at these two rooms. Just as Marvin's finishing up, he like stops moving the cot in. All right, yes, these rooms should be good for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, bye. Oh, okay. Yeah, privacy, of course. Hands you each a key and uh, wanders off. I'm going to wait before he wanders off. I'm going to take the keys out of his hand, and while I'm doing that, I want to use sleight of hand to slip two gold into his hand and be like, we aren't here. You aren't here. Yes, of course. He looks at the two gold. Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. Even the tip. <laughs> and then he just, like, walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Let's get inside now. You hear the door slam open to the end. <laughs> Where are those damned adventurers? The church ones. Oh, be right there till they sounds like a pissed again. <laughs> <laughs> that is one pissy elf. Maybe they should call him a piss elf. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I roll my empty eye sockets. <laughs> His thunder rumbles in the distance. <laughs> All right, now pull out the book. Let's take a look. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely pull out the book. and I'm just going to be immediately flipping, looking for something that has uh, about hairy feet on it, looking for that passage. You get there, and it's like how to have warm feet, and uh, it shows, like, hair popping out of someone's feet, and kind of like those Fallout graphics, like a uh, little Fallout boy being so happy about everything, and they're like, wow, looking at their hairy feet. <laughs> I'm going to like turn this to everyone, or at least to uh, I- Ira, and be like, what did they think was going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're just a bunch of nits. And then I'll, I'll start to read the uh, passage underneath. You go one down, and it says, So, you want to summon an outer god. <laughs> it's written really uh, like a conversation. It's like, yeah, so, like, just make sure that you have a lot of room. Your outer god's going to be hungry, so make sure you have a lot of food on hand. And it's saying, like, make sure that you're near the egg for best results, although some distance is okay. It goes through a few things of, like, you know, make sure that it's not a Sunday. Thankfully, it's not. And it talks, like, make sure that the milk is not soy milk. This is underlined, like, three times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Stupid wow. gnomes. And it's like, this will result in weird summonings. It seems that the Outer Plains really doesn't like soy-based products. Hmm. Uh, and then it goes further on saying you need a fresh pine tree branch. And the third ingredient is a heart filled with sorrow. And a dash beside it is literal or figurative? And then with a question mark. Hmm. Well, what does it say? What's the third ingredient? A heart filled with sorrow. And it doesn't quite say if that means figuratively or literally. That's that's perfect. Your cousins, the the what did, what did he call it? The gobbledygook that came and, and killed the two children? Yes. Well, their parents are in mourning right now. Their heart would be perfect. Ah, yes. Well, I, I think it might be a literal thing. You said sourdough, right? 
No. So we need to take a heart and feel it Don, with sourdough. Don, there's no sorrow. Sorrow. I'm sorry. I this mirror distracted me again. I couldn't quite <laughs> keep in, keep in line with this one. I should have just gone to jail. <laughs> yes, and freed Holly, Jolly, and Jolly Holly. That that could be something you did. Oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> yes. A breakout. I like it. Well, yes, and then it, uh, it says uh, we need to be close to the egg would be helpful, but some distance is okay. Do we know where this egg is? Don't think so. Uh, we were looking for a location. I believe the well is probably the location. Um, the outer god will be hungry when it gets here. It will need food, preferably not us. While this conversation is happening, I'm going to put my ear to the door to make sure whatever conversation Melvin's having with the elf isn't progressing. Make a perception check. That is a seven. You can make out bits of what Talthaeus is saying. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's a three. Oh. I was looking at performance. <laughs> so you can make out bits of what Talthaeus is saying. Like, maybe the odd, like, fourth word or something. Like, what? Shit. <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> He's yelling. Marvin sounds like the, his tone of voice is like trying to calm him down. Okay. I'm just going to stay there. And we're uh, upstairs as well, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, while I guess she's at the door and, and Folly is reading the book, I'm going to go over to the window and see if it opens up. Uh, yes, it does. Okay. I'll open it up so Shiny can fly in and then I'll... Uh, I'll look down to survey like how far far the drop is. Looking outside, it looks like it's about 15 feet. You're looking out, you see the well's not too far. The sheriff station's just off to the left. And beside it's like the general store. And you see the, the leather worker shop is to your right. And there's a, a church there. How far is the well from the window? Probably like 30 feet, maybe. Perfect. I'm going to go up to the window and use the uh, thaumaturgy. Is that how you say that one? Yeah. I can create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within range, uh, such as rumble, thunder, <laughs> the cry of a raven, or ominous whispers. So I'm going to have uh, some whispers come out of the well. Oh, damn it, they're not going to hear whispers. No. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping I could do something that I said, like, help, I'm stuck in a well. <laughs> I mean, if someone's near the well... You could make, like, rumbling sounds or, like, something roaring or something like that. Yeah, let me do, like, a rumbler roar from the well or something just to see if I can get their attention out of Marvin's. As I notice him doing that, I'd like to go to the... Or I guess I'm already at the window, but I would like to cast uh, Minor Illusion to create uh, maybe, like, a hand coming out of the well. Oh, nice. So a lot of people start coming outside. I'm like, uh, you see there's this blonde man who comes out of the leather worker shop. Telthaeus and Marvin come outside going like, what the hell now? <laughs> Marvin's like, oh, wow, this is, oh, I'm actually terrified. This is bad. And Olivia comes running out with the two guards from the sheriff station. They have their weapons drawn. There's some other townsfolk. You see that there's like some lights that are coming on candles that are being lit. And these weird sounds are coming from the well. What is the DC to perceive it as an illusion? The minor illusion or the thaumaturgy? I guess both. 
I boom. Oh, I got an eleven and a nine, so I think uh, it's fine. Yeah, I think it just happens, and there's not an actual DC. Oh, cool. I think most of the time, like prestidigitation, like if something passes through it, it's dispelled, or it's like obvious that it's an illusion. I like that. Yeah, min- minor illusion. They can use an investigation check versus uh, the spell DC, which would be fourteen for me. So they quickly rush up and like they're they're trying to keep some distance from the well. They're shouting people like, "Go back to your houses!" You see, Talthaeus pulls out his holy symbol and he starts chanting, and this light starts lighting up in the town square. They all look like they're getting ready for battle as they're looking at this well. And uh, you all are just up there. I'll, uh, I'll high five. <laughs> I'll, I'll high five, and I'll have to go a lot higher to get it. But uh, <laughs> I was like, perfect. Uh, that should buy us some time. All right. Um, we still need a pine tree branch, a new one, and some milk. And some milk, not soy. Well, dragon milk might be nice. What about your pseudo-dragon? We, we can't milk a dragon. Can we not? No. It's a he. Look. Oh. Uh, look. Okay. There's got to be a cow, a goat, anything in this town that produces milk. This shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, it shouldn't. <laughs> Uh, so it's a small enough town. Can I see, like, just trees in the distance, like, behind the edge of town? Like, Oh, yeah. Like, this is kind of like a northern area. So there's a lot of, like, pines and willows and that kind of stuff that are in this area. Okay. And did we see, like, a general store or, like, a small farm or anything where yes. milk would come from? Yeah. I think there's a general goods that we can see from the window, right? They sell milk at general stores? Well, you also know it doubles as a bakery, so they might have milk there. Okay. Since you're from the town, Folly you do know that about half a day's travel out, there is a farm. The stew was creamy. We could just use that. Um. No. Didn't he say that was soy milk? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> the one milk we cannot have, Donders, you have to remember that. I'm trying to pay attention, but my lord, I'm just... <sighs> hmm. Uh, Donders, make me a perception check. Eight. <laughs> All right, you don't notice anything. You're good. <laughs> Can I just go to the other room? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, I'm just going to throw my hands up and say, oh, my God, let me know when you guys are ready to go. And I'm just going to go in the other room and shut the door. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll come keep you company. <laughs> you will not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm ready now. I just, we're trying to come up with a plan, Vanya. Well, when you have a plan... Let me know. My sword will be in the other room. Would you say that we're all tired because it's late, or are we still pretty, like, gung-ho? You'd probably be, like, kind of feeling that, uh, a little bit of a jumpy high. Like, you know, you just ran in there, you stole the book, you (laughs) pulled a fast one on the priest. And, uh, so, like, you kind of got that going. But there is the underlying exhaustion of, uh, you've been traveling for a week, and you finally got to a place, and you're now seeing beds and like your body kind of like I want to lie down uh, I, I do believe that we can trust Mr. Marvin down there we will be safe for tonight uh, we will look for milk and a branch tomorrow and a heart oh yeah um once Vanya leaves the room um um so Va- Vanya she seems kind of sorrowful don't you think thank <laughs> don't you think 
Hmm. Oh my god. She is certainly not shining like the rest of us, is she? No, she's not. Sorrow is the opposite of shine. But there is still a way for her to be a part of the shining god's process. She'll come around. I guess. Sacrifices must happen. Oh, yes. It is his will. May I see the text? Just do not read it out loud, please. Not not yet. Okay. And I'll kind of show it. Oh, can I hold it? I'd like to investigate some other things about it. Be delicate. I'll hand it over. Uh, I'm going to research for uh, that thing. Yeah, so um, I'll need everyone to take off their headphones, <laughs> except for Dave. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you are flipping through this book, and you see there is a ritual. The ritual to open up the Keeper's Library. And this is exactly what you wanted. It is the library of the multiverse. It has everything. And it requires to be done during... It Basically, it piggybacks on another ceremony or ritual. What it requires is the sacrifice of someone scholarly. Or, you know, someone of intelligence. <laughs> so you know there are t- there are two members in your group that would fit this build. And I'm just going to make sure I understand correctly. Uh, the two you're suggesting are uh, Sylvestus and Folly Dolly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is where the difficulty of the ritual starts to come in. All right, good, good. I like it. I have to prepare my spells in the morning. <laughs> yep. I will hand the book back to Folly Dolly, and then we will take our long rest. So you all finish talking and decide that you're too wiped out, and I'll lay down. Uh, Vanya and Era, you go off to the other room while the three of you bunk down in here and crash. And after a little bit, uh, Shiny comes back in. He has a little bit of blood and it looks like uh, seagull feathers on him that he's just cleaning up and moving off. And then he comes and nestles down and sits by you. So, Donders, as you fall asleep on these not goose feather mattresses, oh. you <laughs> you do a bit of tossing and turning but your mind slowly starts to drift away and you find yourself dreaming of endless rows of libraries and there's figures you can't quite make them out they're skittering around there moving about books you can't quite make out their form you can just hear this skittering and you see this and every single part of you wants it you are ready You deserve it more than anyone else in the Shining God's world. And when you awake, it looks like you've been drawing with bits of charcoal on the wall of, like, rituals that you don't know. Okay. Or is everyone else awake yet? No, this would be, like, in the middle of the night. Like, you kind of woke up and you were drawing on the wall. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. This. Interesting. Can I do a arcana check to try and understand the ritual? Yep. 19 plus 6, 25. This looks like a way that if you had to, 
you could draw these symbols to just kill anyone to open this, but it would require more time on your part. Hmm. I do. Time is not part of this for me. I must do things quickly. I need to be there. And I roll back over and go to sleep. And I don't erase anything. <laughs> So as you fall asleep, Folly Dolly, on these marvelous mattresses, you start to drift away, and you find yourself in this area that is completely white and shining. As you're looking around, you see this being made out of the most brilliant yellow light. It almost has a sickly yellowish glow to it, but to you, you perceive it as beautiful and enchanting and it terrifies you and thrills you to the core. As they come up to you, they are enormously tall, and they kneel down to you and say, You can do this. You're doing the right thing, Folly Dolly. And they kiss you on your forehead, and you feel this searing pain. And you wake up in the middle of the night, sweating, and you feel this burn mark on your forehead. It's actually still there. My goodness is this it's not my eyes it's just like a burn mark on my forehead just your forehead is this i've i've been kissed by the god the shining god has seen me i've seen him oh my goodness i'm on the right path i'm on the path to righteousness and setting everyone free So you start to fall asleep on these marvelous mattresses, and as you're drifting away, you find yourself floating once more. It's very similar to when you had first seen the Shining God, and you're looking about, and it's all these glowing motes of light, and as they go by, it has little flashes of almost like memories or pictures. One thing that you see is you see the priest Talthaeus, He's opening up a little cupboard in, it looks like a a room that he's standing in, a wooden room, and he's putting these potions down, and you see written on the label of one of them is water breathing, as he's setting them down, and then closing it, and then he locks it with a key and puts it in his pocket. Am I familiar with the the place that he's in? Like, have I been in there uh, today? No, you don't, you don't recognize the place? But it looks like it's a lot of these buildings have the same wood and stuff that's been used. So it just kind of feels like it's definitely in the town somewhere, but you don't know where. Okay, cool. So as you hit these marvelous mattresses and you quickly fall asleep in the other room, you start to have a nightmare. And it's a familiar one when everybody in your group was captured by authorities and you barely managed to make it out and you remember seeing a lot of them getting grabbed and a lot of the police like pulling them away but there's a small detail that you see that you didn't see before around one of the guards necks you see dangling this this symbol and it's the exact symbol that Donders has on his chest it's a sunburst with a set of smiling teeth on it as he's pulling away one of the members of your group, smiling. 
And he's looking at the rest of the guards, and they're all nodding at each other. Oh, no. You don't know why you didn't remember this until now, but you are filled with a sense of dread. So basically, I can put together that this was all kind of... They were the... (laughs) This cult (laughs) were the people that broke up. They are the reason I'm here to... Wow, I've made no decisions. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, these cultists have been running your life probably for the past few months. I'm angry. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Am I still asleep or do I wake up from this? You wake up in the middle of the night from this. You're the only one. Or I guess the rooms had to be shared. So there's someone else in the room. I'm not sure who. We'll say it's uh, Era. Yeah, the, uh, the girl. Yeah. So we'll say she's in the room as well. When this dream is over, I'm just going to sit up (gasps) and then just look around the room and see that she's there. Does she wake up? Nope. She's out. Okay. And I'm going to lay back down, but not go to sleep. Okay. That sounds good. So you just have your like weapon close by leaning on your bed kind of thing. Yes. And I'm actually going to grab it and just hold it. (laughs) Nice. All right. So you ended up staying in the same room as Vanya, and the other three were in their room. Okay. So as you fall asleep on these marvelous mattresses, you start to drift off, and your dream... It's been happening more and more, this almost primal area. You see these trees that have eyes and mouths on them that are all chatting to each other or like a bird will fly by and they'll try to eat them. You see there are flowers that look like they have little people's faces on them and they're all laughing and giggling together. And you're wandering through this area and as you're going along, you see more and more of your body continues to mutate at a rapid pace. And what is the mutation that you chose? I have like dragon wings on my back. I can't remember what type of dragon it is. Maybe a drake that has like hands at the end of its wings. Oh, nice. Or like talons. So you see more of your skin is becoming scaled. Your hands are ending in these large claws. And you feel yourself becoming just fueled with rage. And you see your fellow party members are all sitting around a fire in this strange glade. And you come barreling out of the trees and just rip into every single one of them. And you are filled with joy. And you're happy. And you lay down there on your conquest and uh, just have a good rest of your sleep. And when you wake up, you have blood on your hands and your shirt, but you're laying in your bed. Okay, I'm going to look at the bed that Anya's in. Is she there? I'm Anya. Uh, Vanya. Yeah, she's there. Okay. She seems fine. While you all are sleeping, suddenly something wakes all of you up. There is this rumbling. It's like an earthquake. Everything starts shaking. Windows start shattering. People are screaming outside. You hear cups and plates and everything breaking, falling down. And you hear doors flying open. You all wake up. And 
in one action, what do each of you do? Like, you all get up, you kind of like sit out of bed. What do you do? I'll grab the book just to make sure that I still have it. I'll run to the window to see what's happening outside. Okay. I'm going to grab my uh, scimitar and just uh, open the door and look left and right. Okay. I'll see Vanya do that and I'll grab my dagger and get ready. I sit up in bed and look around confused. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sylvester, you rush to the window and you see this just for a moment. This dull greenish energy, it looks like it's emanating from the well. And you hear this loud moan echo out. And then the rest of you hear this as well. With this earthquake, you can almost hear what sounds like a heartbeat. And then just as quickly as it came, it slowly starts to fade. Vanya and Era, I want you to make me perception checks as you're looking out the hallway. 14. 3. Era, you look out the hallway and you see four figures. They're... Not too far away, but they're standing in shadow. They have these wide smiles. Their eyes are all looking at you. And every bit of their features that they're displaying, their smiles, their posture, where they're having their hands, all four of them are exactly the same, although they're different people. And they all take a step forward and then take a step backwards. And then they just march out single file down the stairs. Down the stairs? Yeah, they just leave. I'm just going to look back at Vanya. I'm going to uh, look left and then look right and be like, what? What was that sound? Did you not see that? See what? I'm just going to call after them. Oi, who the fuck are (laughs) (laughs) y'all? You don't get any response. You hear a lot of people shouting outside. Okay. The, The sound is coming from the well. The time is drawing nearer. You don't think the egg is spoiled already, do you? Oh, not yet, but we don't have much time oh, left. Mm. This this is ominous. We must make haste. Can I hear them talking in the other room? Oh, yeah, they're never quiet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these guys, and I'm going to go open up the door. Yeah, so you, you pop open the door. You just see them. They're all standing there. You see Sylvester is at the, the broken window looking out. I'm casually donning my armor. (laughs) It's another day. (laughs) It is still night. It's like probably like four in the morning or so. Prepare for the shine. Oh, how I love to see the sunrise. Hey, so there were just four men out in the hallway and they just went downstairs and they all looked like the same person. I don't... What did they look like? They had, like, different features. Like, they were different people, but they all had the same expression. It mirrored mannerisms perfectly. Like, no person could do it that well. Okay, well, they were, they were different, but they all looked the same. They all were smiling in a very, very creepy manner. So they were quadruplets? Perhaps. I'm going to hear this, and my eyes just widen and just look off into, like, the middle distance and just grip my sword. Would you call them joyful? Yes. Sounds to me like they were lost and they left. Or maybe they have been found if they're joyful. Ah. 
Praise be. Praise be. Praise <laughs> be to the shining god. I am going to dart down the stairs. I'm going to follow Vanya. I will say that I finished donning my armor and I will casually walk down the stairs. <laughs> I guess we will start our day. You know, I'll grab my quarter staff and <laughs> don my shit and get ready to head out. Yep. So the two of you who quickly run down the stairs, it looks like there's no one inside here, but the front door is open. And looking outside, you see a lot of people are looking around, trying to see what's happening. You see uh, Olivia's out there talking to the two guards. You see Telthaeus is outside of his temple, just ranting and raving about something. And then the rest of you come on down. I'm going to look and see if I can see the four figures she described. Uh, make me a perception check. 18. You see them turning the corner around the corner store. It's just, it's between the corner store and the temple. They're going through this little street and they're all walking in perfect unison. I'm going to try to run after them. Okay. Splitting the party. Hey, we don't have to. If I see Vanya, I will probably follow her. Okay. Uh, do you want to make a perception or are you just going to follow? I'll make a perception. That is a 12. You don't see what she sees. Okay. So you two run, and you bolt out the front door. Uh, the three of you are casually coming down, and <laughs> you don't see your two companions. Donders is, like, doing the, like, prom walk down. Like, first look. <laughs> I'm, like, hobbling with my quarterstaff cane. Can I turn? Is, so Marvin's not in here. Is this place vacant? Yeah. Does it look like anyone's coming back anytime soon? There's a lot of people out in the town square talking and looking worried. I'd like to casually walk back into the kitchen and start looking for milk that isn't soy. Uh, make an investigation check. Mm, 13. Nothing but soy goodness. I'll walk out. Damn it, these people love soy so much. Well, it is a crop that is easily harvested. It's disgusting <laughs> and unnatural. The only milk should come from animals. It's not right. The two of you who are running. So you are making it through the crowd... And everyone looks a little too concerned to see you two running through here. And just as you go around the corner, uh, you will go into this empty street. And you see, like, there's a few, like, little kind of alleyways between houses. And what is each of your ACs? Um, I'm at 13. 14. Vanya and Era, as you're running around the corner people step out from the shadows freakishly fast and these four you when you finally get a really good look at them they just look like they're just fishermen they just they have like the heavy coats on they have uh like the waterproof pants and they have these ragged looking faces they're all wielding these large axes and they bring them in each set of two both hitting you two and as you get slammed with these axes, Vanya, you take 16 points of damage. Shit. And Aira, you take 14 points of damage. Shit. Y'all dead? And I need initiative from everyone. Yeah, we'll have you guys be delayed because they ran off. That is an 18 for me. A uh, five for me. It's also a five for me. Reroll. 17. 
13. Dondra's got a crit miss. Crit miss three. And a nine for uh, Folly. You all are really leading the charge. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm changing uh, D20s now. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> I'm not happy tonight. So we start off with Aira. So you are looking at these four there around you. They rip these axes out of the two of you, and you feel your blood pumping. You feel angry and happy at the same time. Hmm. And you're looking at your hands, and you see your fingertips are starting to twist and crack a little as you're watching your nails grow. Hmm. That's odd. Um, that hurt... And I am going to, I guess, are they all the same distance from me? Yeah, they're like, they're within striking distance. Okay, I'm going to, I already have my dagger ready. I am going to slash one of them. That is, I don't, I don't do melee. You get flurry of blows. I do. You get to use a dagger with that. Immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one Kai point to make two unarmed attacks as a bonus action. Well, the first attack can be a dagger or whatever yeah. weapon. Dagger punch punch, if yeah. you wanted. Just yeah. a suggestion. Or kick kick. You want to be a kicker. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever. So that is 20... Wait, yeah, 23? That's a hit. Um, two? <laughs> Did you say 2d4 plus... Three. So that is 10 damage with the dagger. You take this dagger and you slam it forward. You jab it right through their throat and rip it out sideways. And they just collapse to the ground. You see the other three react. They have like a little spasm and then they shake their heads and go back as if they're ready to fight again. Okay. I'm also going to use a Kai point to do a flurry of blows. Um, it's like 3.5 using Great Cleave. Just <laughs> go through these people. That does two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. That is 24. That's a hit. And that is 14. That's the second hit. That's a hit. 16, 17, 18 damage. Yeah, so you go up and you took your dagger, slammed it into the one neck, ripped it out. The person fell to the ground. You go to the next one. You punch them in the face, grab them, flip them over, and you hear their neck snap as they hit the ground. And the other two are looking like they're twitching a lot, and they're trying to keep their composure, and it goes to Vanya. First, I guess I'm just going to look at Aira like, God damn. Okay, and uh, (laughs) use Second Wind, which uh, gives me a 1d10 plus my fighter level of HP back, because I need that. Get 10 HP back. And then I'll drop my rapier and attack one of the remaining fishermen now, I guess. Yeah. That kind of threw me a little bit, but uh, cool. It's that classic small town stuff, you know? Yeah. It's a couple fishermen, axes. That's going to be a 10. (laughs) That is a miss. But upon missing, I will action surge. (laughs) Okay. And do another attack as a bonus action. I'm angry. It's going to be a 21. That's a hit. Eight damage. So you go, you stab into this person and rip your blade out. They falter, but keep their feet under them. They're bleeding profusely from this wound in the shoulder. 
it goes to their turn. One moves forward to Era, and one stays with you that you stabbed Vanya. Vanya, you take three points of damage as they swing, but now you're ready for them. So you manage to deflect it most of the way, but it cuts you a bit on your side. Era, when this one comes up to you, it slips on the blood of one of its fallen comrades, and you get an attack of opportunity. Nice. I am going to uh, do a dagger again. Okay. 13. That's a hit. Sweet. And that is for five damage. So you just take your dagger, you plunge it into his back and rip it out. But they're still trying to push themselves up. And it goes back to your turn, Era. I will do another dagger. That is an 11. That hits. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. They're, they're fishermen. So. <laughs> fishermen. Um, that is a six damage. So you finish him off. He's trying to get up, and you just slam the knife into the base of his skull. Rip it out, and he just topples down to the ground. Now the last one seems to be acting weird. He's trying to move his body, but it's almost like jerky movements, like his arm twitches to the side, and he's trying to take a step with both feet, and he seems to be really off. Okay, can I take another bonus action and hit him? Uh, yep. Okay. Do I have time to yell wait? Yes. Wait! Do you want me to roll perception? No, I'm standing right next to you. You're in kind of a bloodlust, so yeah, I'd say. Yeah, that's true. Nine. You don't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am going to do a unarmed strike. Okay. And that is a 14. That hits. And that is four damage. So you go, you just throw punch him. You just punch him so hard you hear this like snap and he falls down to the ground. As you two are standing around these four dead bodies, one of the heads slowly twists and goes completely around to be looking at you. And you hear this voice reverberate out of its throat. Your egg shall rot. Your lands shall wither. We will rise the seas. And then the head just snaps to the side and it's done. What the shit? It's... It's what the fuck. <laughs> and yes, what the fuck. And now we're out of initiative. So you're just standing over these bodies. And the three of you are just like, oh, no, there's, there's no milk in here. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find some milk? I, I do know of a farm, but it's, it's, it's about a half day's travel. I was hoping we could find something closer. Didn't you mention a general store? Yes, we could check the general store. It's in the vicinity. I saw it from the window upstairs. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What? And I'll look around. What? Where did the ladies run off to? You would ask that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, ladies. (laughs) The ladies. I think I saw them run out the door. Maybe we should follow them. Perhaps so. Well, perhaps we should also tread carefully. We we at least angered one person already. Oh, yes. And, And keep the book safe. Yes. Keep the book safe. Of course I will keep the book safe. The book is everything. So you three wander out, and everyone still seems pretty distracted, because it's been about, like, 12 seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> you, know, you were pretty quick about this. So, so you start wandering over there. The two of you have blood running down. It's dripping onto the ground. 
you're feeling a little rough, that bloodlust is starting to just sort of fade away from you, Era, and you're coming back to your senses a lot more. Okay, I am going to inspect the bodies, but before I do, I'm going to heal myself using hands of healing. Nice. For four health. Yeah, there's a glow. This sickly yellow light comes from your hand as you put it onto your side where the wound is, and you see at least the top bits of the flesh stitching back together. Okay, and now I'm going to investigate the bodies. So as you're looking at these bodies, just like the first thing you catch is flipping them over. They all have horrified-looking faces on them. Like, they look like they were terrified and caught in a mid-scream. I'm going to start shaking my head like, no, 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 this isn't right. This doesn't make any sense. What? I'm just going to dart my eyes towards her and just, like, just squint my eyes. Nothing. Okay. I'm going to walk back towards the inn. You see the three other companions are just coming up to the two of you as you're starting to get ready to head back. And you just see them uh, standing over four terrified corpses. What have you done? Look, let's just finish what we're here to do and get out of here, okay? It might help if we understood what just took place here. I don't think it will. You seem more on edge today, Vanya. I'm always on edge. Did I find anything on the bodies or just their faces? There's nothing on them. There are these axes. They look pretty shoddy. There's a lot of rust on them. You hope you don't have tetanus. <laughs> so, you know, it's the basics. Okay, they're not wearing any amulets or anything I can see. No. There are some weird markings on them as you're like kind of like ripping at the clothes, just trying to see if there's anything on them that is more like uh, on their chest. Almost perfect circles are on their chests. Okay. What happened here? Well, these shits just started attacking us. Were these the ones that you saw in the inn? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you sent them to be with the Shining God. Yeah. And with the Shining God they are... Praise be! Praise be! Praise be. Did you figure out where to get any milk? Yes, the general store. That's where we're going to try next, at least. My two most holy people, uh, <laughs> Sylvestus and Folly Dolly, make me intelligence checks. Thirteen. Thirteen? So you both are looking at these four corpses and the horrified looks on their faces. Those are some pretty good hearts. Hmm. We'll uh we'll connect like we're we're looking down at the bodies and then we slowly like look, look at each other. And just cut a nod. <laughs> well, these wretched souls look quite sorrowful, don't they? They do indeed. Perhaps we should take one of their hearts. Hmm? Perhaps. I'll pull out a dagger and start going to town. <laughs> and I'll also kind of look at uh, Vanya, because she hasn't healed herself, so I assume she's looking a little worse off. I'm like, come here, sister. Let me help. I'm going to, with... The, the good book in one hand and then with my free hand I, I'm gonna do a cure wounds and say let it shine <laughs> you feel that good 
positive energy flow right through you. <laughs> oh my god. 1d8 plus 4, buddy. Ooh. <laughs> 6. But thank you. Grace P. Sure. You cut into this chest, no problem. Just another Tuesday night, you know? And <laughs> open it on up, take the robes out. One thing you all notice is Sylvester should be covered in blood, but their robes are perfect. Just not a drop of blood or a bit of dirt on them as they're holding on to this bloody heart. What? Well, I must say, as someone who really tries to keep the filth off of me, I'm impressed. Oh, are you referring to my robes? Yes, how is there not a drop of blood on that? Oh, it's, it's the Shining God. <laughs> but of course. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I totally understand now. Praise be. Praise be. Praise be. So just to get Vanya's mindset going right now, <laughs> ah. mm-hmm. I just watched someone cut the heart out of a man. Oh, yeah. And now they're having a conversation about how clean his robe is. I want to, like, wipe my hands, like, my bloody hands off on my robes as this is occurring, which I'm assuming does not soil them. Not at all, but your hands are very clean. Nice. You could even put the, the heart into your robes, and your robes would be fine. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll just stick it in one of my robe pockets. What a garment. Indeed. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, to the general store, is it time? Are we ready? Yes. Well, we definitely got to get away from here. It's probably not open yet, but I think we have someone that can handle Let's that. Let's go! To the general store. So you start hobbling to the store, and you see, like, there's, there's an alleyway that goes behind the store. There's also, like, the front. Which way are you going? Assuming it is closed because it's like maybe 4.15 in the morning at this point, uh, we'll go to the back alley. <laughs> As you're going into the back alley, you hear a blood-curdling scream going, ah, There's been murders! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick up the pace. You hear heavy boots go towards there. Coming up to the general store, you actually see the back doors open. Wonderful. The god, the shining god blesses us with an open door. He shines even before the sun. Oh, my God. (laughs) That he does, good brother. Danders walks inside. Notice I said Danders. (laughs) So you all go in there, and one thing you notice right away is there's a lot of open, empty crates back here. You do see there's a few ice boxes, and there is, like, a pantry in the back here. It looks like it's an area for baking, but there's these strange large wooden crates that are out of place. Bread needs milk, right? I'm not a chef. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer. (laughs) I start to investigate the room for milk. Yep. Uh, Go ahead and roll it. 13. It's not hard to find, because where he's keeping all the cold stuff is all in the same area. Cool. You open up uh, one of these ice boxes, and you see there is cow's milk in there, goat's milk, and soy milk. Perfect. We have three options. And they are? Cow, goat, and soy. Well, definitely not the soy. Oh, that's right. I forgot again. So we have two options. Do, do they have dates on them? It does say the freshest milk we could get. Are there dates on them? They don't have dates on them? No. They didn't think to date okay. them. <laughs> well, 
But like you open them up and you can smell like if they're okay. I reach for the one in the back because technically <laughs> oh, they yes. should rotate. Stop, boy, yeah. Oh, Mama yeah. taught them well. <laughs> Myself. It's like what every dad teaches their kids. <laughs> going to, you want to get the one at the back here. All yeah. those other ones are shit. Everybody been touching the other <laughs> So you grab the one at the back and pull it out and see that it's goat's milk. Goat. You now have two of the ingredients. You feel good. And there's a lot of shouting about this murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, brothers, sisters, I think it's time we find ourselves a newly formed pine tree branch. That should not be hard to find. The bigger the branch, right? Just has to be new. Okay. Let's go into the woods. To the woods we shall go. <laughs> Four of you merrily go into the woods and one of you nervously. <laughs> so fanciful. <laughs> you go into there. You see, like, there's the odd posters you're going by with, like, wanted posters and stuff like that. And you make it into the woods, and uh, there are pine trees everywhere. So it takes no time to find a fresh branch. I pick one up off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, brother. It must be fresh. Oh, that's right. Look, y'all are just ritual masters, aren't you? I am going to pull my cloak back and extend my winged hand to pluck a new pine branch. It reaches out, and it feels so good. Like, your wings have been restricted for so long, and now you can finally stretch. And as your cloak goes back, you see your hands have more scales on them. They had the odd one here and there, but now it looks like there's a lot more, and your nails are black and long. Do I notice this? What's your passive perception? Eleven. I would also like to notice it. Mine's 12. Uh, What's everyone else's, just so? I'm a 14. 13. The two holy ones, Sylvestus and Folly Dolly, you're the ones who notice this. The other two do not. Oh, Aira, I I see the Shining God has blessed you. I suppose. It's fantastic. Magnificent. Quite beautiful. Okay. He doesn't even notice. Like, <laughs> well, I'm like, assuming after they mention it, I oh, notice okay. it. Oh, okay. I thought he was like, oh, she's just a beautiful little girl. I'm a child. Back off. That's not what I meant at all. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> we are all here for the Shining God. We are all his children. All right. Well, we've got it. Let's go. To the well. Can we even go to the well now? I mean. Why couldn't we? There's such a commotion around it. Well, I think they're checking out the bodies that y'all murdered. Don't say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's random guy in the woods like, you did what? (laughs) It's all for the greater good. Chopping wood just looks up. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just try to get this over with as fast as possible, all right? I don't like being here. Well, let's, let's just see how crowded it actually is around the well. Maybe start walking that way. As you start wandering back to the town, you see the town square is fairly empty. Most of the people have gone to check out this murder. You see all the doors are closed again. There are candlelights in some areas. You see there are candlelights coming from the church and from the sheriff's office. But it doesn't look like anyone is at the well. Is the sun starting to rise? Because that would be beautiful. (laughs) Serendipitous even. (laughs) It's just starting to peak. Brothers, sisters, the sun 
It is time. And I'm gonna start walking over to the well. The shine. The shine. Shut up! Oh, let it shine! <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just draw more attention? So you still have the branch, or? Yes. Still have the milk. I have the milk, yes. And I have the heart! And I'll pull it out of my rope pocket. And I have the book. And Vanya, if you could just keep watching, uh, I think we shall begin. Sure. I'll flip to the page and start to recite it aloud. So you see, it asks you first to break the pine branch into little pieces and form a circle. Then you place the heart in this circle. And then you pour the milk along the circle of the pine tree branch. As you do this, and you start to recite the words, these words echo and reverberate through this area. You see the heart starts to beat in the center of this circle. You feel this louder beat through the ground that seems to now be matching this heart. And the pine tree branches start to grow. I need anyone who's capable of casting magic to make a caster check. That's an eight for me. 21 for Danders. 11 for Folly. I'm sucking. You start this ritual and you see the plants are starting to grow, but then they're starting to wither and the heart is starting to beat erratically. Something goes through your mind. The three of you who are sort of concentrating power into this. You need more power, more life to keep this going. More life? You have a very short amount of time. This ritual is going on right now, so if you stop, it will go bad. What is it? What's wrong? We need more. We need we need branches. We need a heart. We need milk. <laughs> I have come across this in my practices of rituals. Yes, I know. And in this 20-foot radius around me, I cast sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) He went there. Alright, so what's the save? Or does it just happen? Uh, it's a hit die thing. Uh, so the spell sends creatures into a magical slumber. Roll 5d8. And the the total is how many hit points of the creature this spell can affect. Mm. 24. I have 25 HP. Ooh. Oh. I'm 15. Ooh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm 25. Technically, I think it would be the pseudo-dragon, right? Pseudo-dragon's in the area. Yeah. He's got 2 HP, I think. No, no. Yeah, he drops like, <laughs> instantly. Okay, so the pseudo-dragon drops, which lowers the HP count to 22, and then the next lowest HP... I've got 11. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, you drop. <laughs> I don't think there's a save. It's like a thud. Like, he just, like, slams into the ground, and the pseudo-dragon just, like, plops down with him. And that leaves 11 more hit points. I'm 15. I don't think I did my health right, but uh, it says I have 30. That could happen for a cleric, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm actually okay with this outcome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I need you and Folly Dolly to make a caster check. 15 for Danders. 15 for Folly. 
you both grab on to Sylvestus and his pseudo-dragon, and you watch first the pseudo-dragon rapidly ages and just crumbles to dust, and now you see the pine trees start to grow a little bit more, and they're starting to twist up and rise the heart off the ground. You grab on to Sylvestus, and you watch. He's already pretty old, <laughs> and so you're watching him get even older. He ages at such a rapid pace that his clothes start, like, getting saggy on him as his body starts just crumbling, but it doesn't turn into ash. You watch as Sylvester turns into motes of light and starts drifting into the air beautifully into the sunlight. Shine on, brother! (laughs) Wait, wait! No, 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 no! I won't get my money this way! No! What the shit is happening? As this is happening and the rumbling's going, I need one last caster check from the two of you. You have advantage because you had such a great source of life. 17 for Danders. 21 for Folly. So you feel this energy ripple through. It goes through this whole area. You feel this pulsing start going through. As you four are looking about, you watch cracks start to form in the ground and this beautiful and terrifying call of some massive bird is echoing from the ground and through the well. You all are looking at each other with such happiness and Danders, you see forming right where Sylvester's was is this portal and it opens up and you see rows and rows of books it is beautiful. You see these beings walking and crawling along this library. They have eight legs, and they are all covered in like like a, what looks like human flesh. They don't wear any clothes. They have humanoid torsos and arms, but their heads are like a cylinder that's drooping down, and it's hollow inside. And they're going around grabbing books and just seem to be reorganizing them you feel the power thrumming through there. Hypnotized, I begin to walk towards and I scream, Praise him! The shiny god has made it possible for once. Oh, everything I've ever dreamed, it's there! It's there! And I start walking towards the portal. You walk in, and you all see this happen very quickly. The happy tears are going down Donder's face as his legs start to split into four each. His clothes are falling off and his head starts elongating into this weird cylinder and sort of drooping forward. And he starts crawling and picking up books and starts putting them on shelves (laughs) as this portal starts to slowly close. And everyone make me, who's still alive, (laughs) make me dexterity saving throws. Uh, 17. 7. 21. So the ground starts opening up. Large cracks are forming, and you see there is water below. This brilliant white light is shining out. Vanya, you fall through one of these cracks, and you splash into this water. And you're looking around, and there's this light that's coming from all around the wall, and you see it looks like some bioluminescence. There's coral all under you, this beautiful coral, and this tunnel going further down. This looks like where the well once was. 
the two of you up top, you see as this beautiful 40-foot-tall, six-winged bird rips out of the ground, calling out into the sunlight, and it's shining and dazzling and wonderful as you watch all around the souls of the people of Yatil are lifted into the air, and you feel the beautiful call as your own souls are lifted out and brought into this creature, powering it even more, and you're connected as family. And Vanya, as you are looking at all these souls literally flying into the sky, and you're realizing, holy shit, because I fell in here, my soul didn't get ripped out of my body. You start to hear a beautiful singing in the water as you see four forms start circling around you. And that's where we'll end up. Wasn't that a beautiful tale? Oh, so much shining light and love. What I really enjoy was how much all our fellow churchgoers go out there and they just support one another. They really go and say, Hey, I'm here for you. And I really love how they'll even give their lives for one another to the point of it's like, Hey, Give me your life force for an ancient ritual so that I can make sure that I can go to the library to check out a book. Oh, Donders, you silly, silly goose. You should have known that to really enjoy books, you have to become a librarian. Well, travelers, if you really enjoy this tale, I highly suggest you go check out the Four Orbs podcast and stick around to the end because we have a nice little trailer for them so you can get a, a better feel for their tale. It's a wonderful one. I know you'll enjoy it. Just remember those tips I gave you for the extra hours in your day. Oh, good news, travelers. We've started to create a bit of a pocket dimension up here in the attic to allow us to do our cardio and, and do some fun stretches together because it's, it's important to keep your health up in these times, even though we are all, you know, doing our part and, and staying uh, inside. It's important that you remember to exercise or do some stretches if you can. Just make sure your body remembers that you're not just stuck in an attic. Yep, in the Inn of the Seven Dice while you're waiting for a gnome bard and maybe a human, I'm not sure what he is, uh, to finish their tales so that you can tell your tales about a shining cult and a shining being for a birthday. Just, you know, Remember to do that. We're all in this together. Remember to take care of yourself and your loved ones. Be sure to reach out. For social distancing does not mean not socializing. Use that technology. And remember 
travelers. We here at the Church of the Shining God love you. Have a shining day. Hey listeners, my name is Dave Cole and I'm the Dungeon Master and host of a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Ah, wait, Dave, say no more. They'll be enchanted by one of my songs and then they'll be hooked. No, they want to hear about how we slay great beasts. No, they want to hear about magic and sorcery and spellcasting. They will listen for the story, the rich history, the lore, or we can just roll the dice and let fate decide. You're right. If you haven't listened to The Four Orbs yet, find us at www.fourorbs.org or whatever podcast app you use. 